saying that there's already some there's always going to be bullshit when it comes to uh you know the interwebs and uh and you know memes sprinkle some memes in there sprinkle some uh fear mongering sprinkle some uh nostalgia in there uh and speaking of nostalgia like a friend, a very good friend of mine, and a frequent guest on this podcast, Ron himself. Shout outs to him. Me and him are, we've been going through a little bit of a nostalgia trip. Always around the holidays and through, you know, the new year. For me personally, I always go through a little bit of a nostalgia wave. And this year, since uh, this past year, we had a lot going on. And something I didn't, one thing I didn't know until just a week before, you know, the campaign ended was the Kickstarter for the attack of the show documentary, G4 documentary, Attack of the Doc, which I... Uh, donated, you know, a little something. Like, I, if I would have known ahead of time, I would have donated a lot more. But, you know, it is what it is. I donated something. And it was cool to be part of something. And we got that documentary coming out. And the podcast that's included with that, on that front with the, you know, the Kickstarter, that was pretty dope. A uh, bit of nostalgia since, ironically enough, and you know, I'm a man that loves irony, and my favorite Marvel superhero is Iron Man. The two don't go together, but you know, just roll with it for a while. The ironic thing is, is that in the 2010s, in this past decade, uh, G4 ceased to be no more so it was it was just so so cool that towards the end of 2019 the end of the, the end of the decade the end of the 2010s that we got information well my end because I found out a little too late but we had this uh, documentary uh, being uh, pledged, you know, being funded by, you know, the supporters, by the fans. 
and it's kind of like someone activated Monster Reborn on, you know, on G4. Like, people still talk about G4. You know, people still talk about X-Play, Attack the Show, because it was ahead of its time. And even way before when X-Play was on Tech TV, it was ahead of its time. Same thing with Attack of the Show when, you know, before it was Screensavers. It was way ahead of its time. Uh, they had lightning in a bottle. A lot of things that went on that show, it can't be replicated and still hold to this day because, you know, society changes, you know, culture is always evolving and also we have a little bit of a symptom of you know social justice warriors people uh, just looking to cancel someone which that was one of the things that I was not happy about during this decade is the downward spiral that the cancel culture and again, shout outs to a lot, a lot of shout outs in this like m- little diatribe. And shout outs to Don Tony from Don Tony and Kevin Castle show because he brought this up many times on his shows. A great, great podcast, by the way. Um, he mentioned that the cancel culture is one of the things that he is the most afraid of because with the court of public opinion you don't have to be fined guilty of anything people if everyone agrees oh this guy is a piece of shit this guy is a uh, you know a woman beater child rapist things like that without any evidence then it is written in stone because once you're accused of something even if you're found out to be innocent you'll be whenever people search your name on on Google, you know, put your name on the search engine, that's what people will find what you were accused of and with cancel culture and I agree with Don Tony, it is very frightening especially going on on social media where these people will go on will go online and there's fishing, you know, reach, pull, reach, pull. They they try to they try to reach and, and fish for anything because they have nothing to do. They have absolutely nothing to do with their lives. And they find it they find glee when they take food and they take uh, someone's ability uh, ability to uh, you know support themselves have a living because these people are not happy with themselves they they find they don't find joy in in the fact that other people are successful living their lives so they they had to sabotage people 
just oh I just accused him of, of this and people will believe me and before I get into today's show I've been watching a lot of Law and Order SVU good show uh, still miss uh, Elliot Stabler cool character but you know with him gone and other characters being introduced it really it, it the show is still good. I can say that uh, with, a, with a straight face. And you see the show evolve uh, over time in the seasons. I'm, it's 21 seasons. Like, holy shit. 21 seasons. Like, it's, it's incredible how just how long some of these uh, television shows on prime time are still getting a good amount of viewers. And we're going to talk about that. You know, we're going to talk about that in, in the, the main part of the show. But how a lot of these cases of, you know, sexual assault, abuse, and you got to believe the victim. I'm, I'm all for until it's proven otherwise. However, it's hard. It's very hard for me, and I think for a lot of people as well. I'm just speaking for myself, but I know other people can, you know, will have this, have this feeling as well. It's it's very hard to believe uh, victims when there are so many cases of of women claiming uh, reporting. Uh, false reports because of uh, you know buyer's remorse or they don't want to they don't want to you know get exposed for for cheating on their spouse or whatnot and it sucks that there's real victims out there and you're like oh what do you mean real victims we gotta believe the, the victim yeah but it makes it hard when there's so many uh, you know, Chicken Little, you know, the sky is falling. And there's a lot of, a uh, lot of instances of women wanting attention or trying to get the heat off of them because something that, that they did and is trying to cover it up and just makes it worse. And with that, with cancel culture, you just uh, accuse anyone, you can cancel someone you know, like a bad habit, it, it's it's scary. It's very scary, and that's why it's like society's walking on eggshells. Because at any moment, you can be accused of something that you didn't do, but because the court of public opinion and because of these uh, echo chambers on social media, it, it is very is very loud. It's louder than than it should be, and that's where you get what you have now. Just the way that comedy is dead and you've seen that in, in the past in this last decade how just everything is watered down and it's something that me and, and Ron himself were you know me and him were talking about uh, last night you know on on a Skype call good old Skype and you know, he, he agrees. It's like everything, you know, just, just 
everything is being dumbed down. Every like comedy isn't comedy because we have to watch out not to not to go after you know protect the classes or else you get canceled and you can't go after the gay mafia because if you do then it's it's your ass you can you can make fun of and then even those groups are like you know you're teetering but if you say anything uh regarding the the gay mafia that you're you're gonna get some heat look at dave chappelle like and you know part of my language you can have people say you know the n-word they can say uh nigga and that's fine but god forbid you say you know the f-word you know if they say faggot then oh all hell's gonna break loose there and it's crazy it's like oh this word and i don't like saying uh you know, the N-word, because I know the history behind that word. And I still find it kind of strange that people are using that word all as a term of endearment, all I mean, my, my brother, and all that. But then at the same, the same word can be used to put down someone else. And that's why I don't say it, because I know it was original meaning, but of course, over time, Words can can have different meanings or dual meanings, but me, in this case, that word has the true meaning, the, the roots. Like you, you see what the, the flower has become, you see how the, the plant has become, but you cannot forget the roots. And people don't wanna dig down, it's, it's too much work, uh, whatever, just, Go over there, do, do it later. Just, just shut up. Just don't, don't, don't talk about. It. Don't, don't bring it up. And that's what you, that's what you have. We just change meanings of words. Like even racist. Racist is, an, is another word, another term that gets thrown around so much because all. Oh, I don't like this person. I don't, I don't like what they, he or she did. So they're racist. Like really. As the most idiotic bullshit and retarded thing I've heard in, in this decade. Just throwing words and terms around because you don't agree. So much so that the word racist doesn't hold that that, that weight. You know, it doesn't hold that that much weight now because people just they spew it around. They say too much. They they have used the word so much in, in the wrong in the wrong context, which is ironic because they're and there's people I know, you know, people I know personally, and there's uh, on social media that they don't want to hear, they don't care about context, which we're lacking because you can say something or you can see something, and without any context at all. And because of their just their hatred, just because they they want to see the world burn, they will ignore the context. They don't they don't care about. Oh, I don't care. That that's how I feel, and that's it. And you know, fuck your feelings, like number one, because 
feelings don't care about the truth. They don't care about the facts. So, you know, again, that's what you have. You know, that, that that's what you have right there. And that is why, you know, that is why you see and you, you are feeling the effects of what's going on. Yeah, so with that being said, my 16-minute diatribe, welcome to the Room Prime TV podcast. It's Room Prime, again, here for January 5th, 2020. Happy New Year. Hope you guys enjoy a little uh, diatribe with some of the things I'm going to be talking about, you know, in length in uh, chronological order and just to just to reflect on the year and especially I've been I've been the in the spectrum or not that spectrum spectrum uh, cable provider sucks but the spectrum of of, you know, pop culture and social media and all that, you know, I don't, I'm not saying I have my ear on the ground all the time, but just a, a just, you know, certain, certain aspects more than others, but overall, you know, you see a trend and it's why people are, are longing for nostalgia. Like, again, in the beginning, beginning of the, of the monologue, I was talking about nostalgia and how always around the holidays, around this time of year, the, you know, ringing in the new year, we always get into this feel nostalgia. You know, going back and watching old, you know, Christmas movies. And yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I saw the first one. I didn't get to see the, the second one, but, you know, I, I watched the first one. And it's a Christmas movie. It takes place, you know, it, it's setting is during the holidays, even though the movie was, was, I believe, released in July, I believe. But just because, oh, it's not a, it wasn't released on, on December. If that movie was released in December, that movie wouldn't have done as good as it did if it hit, if it would have uh, been released in the summer. Actually, let me let me check that right now. Let's see. Yep, July fifteenth, fifteenth, nineteen eighty-eight, came out right smack dab in the summer. And it was a summer blockbuster, so it would have made more. It made more money, and you know, again, people and this this people's opinion. Uh, it's not a Christmas movie. It's, it came out in July, but it takes place. You know, the setting of the movie is in a Christmas party. You 
now you see all the, the lights, all the festive lights. It's a it's a Christmas movie. You know, it's it's there uh clear as day. So enough. It's an action movie, that's a Christmas movie. A Christmas movie, and I'm again apologize for the, the, the rant, but it's like I've been hearing I've been hearing people debate about this and like, come on, it's, it's a Christmas movie. I understand and you know, I, I have a lot of love for this person, but it's like, come on now, like I know I understand you're your old school, but come on now. It's you're you're stuck in your ways. But you know, it's all good. It's all right. Still, it is a Christmas movie. So, I understand if it, you know, well, it's not a, doesn't have a, a, like a festive, happy holidays feel. It's just guns and, but it has, it does have the, the Christmas aesthetic. The movie takes place during the holiday season on Christmas. There's a Christmas party going on at John McLean's uh, wife's company, and of course, during the during the time, you know, most merriest time of the year on the holidays, like everyone got got their guard down. So the terrorists in the movie, the the being led by Alan Rickman's character, and shoutouts to Adam Ro- Alan Rickman good actor in this and many of his other roles, especially as uh, Professor Snape in the Harry Potter series. Uh, great actor, and it sucks that, you know, he is no longer with us in this world, but, you know, he lives on through uh, the vast amount of media. But Alan Rickman's crew, you know, led by him, you know, uh, uh, Hans Gruber, and, you know, if I were to plan a heist, hypothetically, that's what I would have done. Hit it when people are you know, vulnerable during the holidays, when people are just, you know, when security is more lax. You know, when the building isn't as guarded. But, of course... That's only hypothetical. But of course, it will be the smartest thing to do. Obvious is obvious. And Bruce Willis, again, like, and and it's, and it's funny that I'm talking about nostalgia and Christmas movies and, and the good old times. I'm, I'm like a, a boomer. I'm not. I don't know what that means, but I'm not. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but I'm not. You know, it's just movies like these where you have a main character and as the movie progresses, you start to find out layers about him. You start to know more about the character. Other pieces get introduced, you know, family, friends, you know, uh, plot device, uh, struggles. And then eventually, so you want to root for this guy or this, this this girl and there's an actual bad guy and there's a little bit of a, a you know not only an edge about him but as well as 
there's more layers to the bad guy as well. It's not just one dimensional, which we get nowadays with a lot of media. It's a lot of one dimensional characters. Let's just stick in this this female. Let's just turn this this character into a female. Let's turn this character a different race or different, you know, sexual orientation or whatever, which I don't care if you are straight, bisexual, gay, transgender, but if it doesn't fit into the narrative, it doesn't fit into the story, then it shouldn't be introduced forcefully. And that's what you're getting now with a lot of movies, uh, a lot of things on the big screen and the silver screen. Uh, it's It's not organic. It's not you know, naturally introduced. It's just shove it in there for that uh, diversity's sake, and that's why people are going back. And that's why people are going back to watching a lot of the classics, and not just around the holidays, but just overall, listening to, you know, older, older classics, you know, timeless classics, music, movies, TV shows, sitcoms, things like that, because a lot of stuff that, that's being introduced now, it's just, let's just force it in for diversity, so let's just put it in, let's put it in, in there, and, and just for a, a cash grab, let's put another sequel out here, just because it doesn't make any sense why we need a sequel, but we'll just put one in there for argument's sake because uh, yeah and you wonder why uh, people are just so disinterested like we had just as the decade went along we started to see a lot of sequels a lot of reboots and the result of course it speaks for itself people weren't interested uh, overall box office was down if you don't count marvel anything marvel you know box office was pretty pretty down overall and and it's been like that it's been a a downward trend because just people are just are not interested they're not interested in watching another sequel another reboot and then the characters are, are either gender swapped or or you just put a, a trans character here, put another one there. Uh, you put, you know, people of color, or you turn a character gay, turn a character to a female, or you just under undermine the characters and, and the lore and the story that you have, you know, from the jump. What made people want that? That made people appreciate. Uh, the franchise and what brought them to the dance and that's why people are just disinterested and then you have the the diehards that will defend things you know of course for diversity's sake because you know they they wanna they wanna be hip and cool and they don't wanna be square you know they don't wanna be a, a square uh, a square block going into a round hole you know they they wanna be hip and wanna be you know smooth. And, like, again, it's all for the diversity's sake. Everything's about diversity, and that's why you see 
PC, how entertainment how has gotten so lazy. Like one of my favorite franchises, uh, The Terminator. Like that was one of the greatest franchises, and and yeah, uh, you know Terminator Three, you know Rise of the Machines, uh, Terminator Salvation, and Terminator Genesis weren't as good as uh, the Terminator and Judgment Day, you know Terminator Two. But and now we got this big stinking steamy pile of gray A monkey crap to quote the rock you know from the uh, WWF days again there you go another uh, when I get into that later in Dark Fate I was excited when we got the, the, the teaser trailer and I was hoping okay this be a, a great time to not only have a passenger torch but try to introduce a new story but then as time went along and you know we were to, to our to our shock not really and to our horror yeah kind of horrified we find out that essentially the movie was going to be just Terminator 2 redone because you know it takes place after uh, Terminator 2 and all the other movies don't exist uh, they no, they are no longer canon. So of course, this is again lazily, like the action was good the, as an action movie. It was a good movie, but in terms of continuity and and things making sense and and, and characters and, and motivations, it was garbage. You had and you had. The, the crutch of the series, John Connor. Like people were rooting were rooting for him. Yeah, he's a savior, he was the leader, the future leader of the resistance. And a few minutes into the movie, you had him killed off. And then now yep, just push, you know, just sweep it under the rug. Uh, you know, Let's just have this little five foot nothing girl that when she holds a gun, when she she holds a fucking a fucking uh, semi auto semi automatic semi automatic oof cannot talk today uh, rifle. It's bigger than her, and trying to be and trying to be tough, trying to be you know trying to act tough. It is not a good look. It is not a good look. Yeah, there goes that fire truck. <laughs> it's not a good look. It really isn't a good look. When you killed off a character, You killed off one of the, the main characters of the series just so you can introduce, a, you know, a female version, but not as good. And not because she's a female, but again, she's not believable. She's not that good of, of uh, a, you know, an actress. 
and this is all again for diversity and the lies that um, Tim Miller, James Cameron, they basically threw each other under the bus. It's why we go back. We go back to watching a lot of the old, a lot of the old movies, a lot of the classics. And there's some stuff. To be fair, we gotta be fair and, and, and biased here. Yeah, and unbiased. There are some. There's some forms of media today that 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 are good. You know, there are a lot of there's a, a good plethora of shows that are good right now, but there's a lot of bad. Just because there's a little bit of good, like oh, there's a few few bits and pieces good here, so we excuse all all the crap. And that goes on in every form of, of media, every form of entertainment. They pull out a few good hits. They pull out a few good episodes. So the whole series as a whole is good, or the whole franchise as a whole is good. Yeah, so you you essentially have you, know, you essentially have you know a lot of these movies, a lot of these reboots being done just for the sake of it, and why people just go and watch a lot of the, a lot of the old classics. And like I said earlier, to be fair, you have a lot of good content. On on TV, a lot of a lot of you know a lot of good movies, but a lot of it, a lot of it's just rehashes as well. There's rarely anything, and again, there's nothing new under the sun. But there, for as as few, for the few interesting things on TV there are a lot more rehashes, a lot more of the same crap there's no risk when it comes to uh, new ideas in, in entertainment because all they gotta do is stay trying true to what worked yesteryear and a lot of times it doesn't work because what a lot of things that worked in the past because there were risks. There are a lot of a lot of risks in evolved in in uh, in making a lot of film and a lot of TV. One of my favorite movies, uh, Terminator Two: Judgment Day, like that was ahead of its time in 1991, which is funny because the the CGI for Dark Fate in 2019 does not compare to the CGI and again it's not it's not perfect but it stands up better the, the movie aged so well compared to this you know piece of crap of of dark fate and they took risks things that that were never uh invented or thought up they did it cuz they wanted they wanted this movie to be a, a hit and they took risks they they had uh, out of the box thinking that they, they were innovative now, mm, not that much, and it is it's sad. You don't want to take risks. And something that I mentioned on and shout outs to Drew Yari, 
um, a cool guy. He has his own podcast, the Drew Yari Show. And we, I was on this uh, podcast the week before the holidays, I believe, or the week prior. But I, uh, for sure, I know it was during during December. I just talked about the fact that. Uh, why does media suck? Why does you know movies, entertainment suck? And one of the culprits, as, as much as we love Marvel, as much as we love, you know, uh, Marvel comics and and the Marvel uh, cinematic universe, they had a, a a part in blame. They had a part in 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 ruining media. And. And that's because they essentially killed off the, you know, movie star. They're only, now it's like, um, uh, the actor that plays, uh, Falcon in the, you know, the Avengers movies. People aren't going to see the actor playing the Falcon. They're going to see the Falcon. They're not going to see, and I apologize, I totally forgot his name. They're not going to see uh, Robert Downey Jr. You know, I am, but the majority of people, oh, as Iron Man, like we, we only know him as Iron Man, or we only know uh, Chris Evans as uh, Captain America, or Chris Hemsworth as Thor, or Marco Ruffio as uh, the Hulk, even though his character uh, no planet Hulk kind of sad about that um so it's just with you know comic book movies basically meant the death of these of the movie the movie star you know and And it's it's unfortunate. It is it's really unfortunate that um that this happened. Of course, of course, um, there are a lot of a lot of the so many of the Marvel films. Oh, and Anthony Mackie, I had him in the top of my head, but you know sometimes doesn't sound right. But yeah. Uh, Anthony Anthony Mackie. Like people are not going to see him. They're going to see, you know, Falcon. So of course, like with that, it's just we have the death of of the actor, of the of the superstar. People aren't going to see people used to go and see, you know, Sylvester Stallone. And even though <laughs> They had a little bit of hoopla about about Will Smith. Like, he has some hits. You know, now, not that much. Like, his last, i say one of his last, like, hits were uh, uh, Hancock. You know, that was, like, the last one, but that was a long time ago. You know, you had Arnold Schwarzenegger. You had Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis. You know... 
Tom Cruise, you know, Eddie Murphy, people aren't going to see dumb. They're going to see, oh, I want to see, I want to see Iron Man. I want to, I want to see Thor. I want to see Superman, Batman, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Black Widow. I want to see Thanos. And as much as again, as much as I love, you know, comic books and you know, superheroes, it it sucks that with the advent of of uh, Marvel and Disney, you have the eventually the death of the actor, and that's one of the reasons why you have like the way entertainment is is going now because rather than come up with new interesting ideas to tell other stories they want to tell the same story like we've seen a lot of mafia movies what what about what about russia mafia what about the the triad what about the the yakuza you know the irish mob or whatever we, we know so much about the, the Italian mafia. You know, wh- wh- what about something about the, the Bloods and Crips or something about the Black Panthers? Oh, you can't do that. You know, uh, what about the gay mafia? I, w- I would love to know about the gay mafia, but not going to happen, unfortunately. So we're just going to get more and more of the same retelling of the same stories I've been just just been beaten to death by, you know, like a horse, you know? It's unfortunate, there's so many stories to tell, but when we got a bunch of superhero movies, got a bunch of, um, you know, sci-fi saints uh, telling the same story, you know, a lot of mob movies, we, we need some new, new fresh ideas be told, but of course, with with uh, social climate, with society, that's not going to happen, unfortunately. But so I will like all seriousness. I would love to see a movie about the gay mafia. Like, like I'm pretty intrigued because it's like people talk about oh the gay mafia. Dave Dave Chappelle brought it up, and it's true. There is a gay mafia out there. So that's something I would like to know. We had like a little indie movie. Documentary style, mm-hmm. uh, man, could dream. Anyways, and speaking of like also in entertainment, like with wrestling, you know, I'm I'm a wrestling fan, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. But however, wrestling as a whole has been on the, on the decline. And yeah, we got another wrestling company out there. We have uh, AEW All Elite Wrestling. It airs Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. on TNT. And I'm, I'm happy when they announce that not only a new wrestling company is being formed, but it, it was getting a primetime t- uh, television spot. I was glad. This first time in in years that we had another another wrestling company but on national television however as 
the tinted glasses came off and the honeymoon phase came to an end. It's just, you know, what's the point? You know, what, what is the point of, you know, what's the point of essentially getting this together, getting this, getting this TV bill uh, together, um, making this company up if the, the claim to fame for this company was, oh, we're, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be different. We're going to be different. We're, we're going to, we're going to change things up. We're going to, you know, we're going to be, this is a revolution. We're going to, uh, be different from the other company. We're, we're going to do things much differently. You know, we're going to listen to the fans and it's like, it's more the same crap. Because, again, it's comfortable. A lot a lot of this, when it comes to uh, the entertainment industry, it's a lot of familiarity, a lot of comfortability. People do what feels comfortable to them. Anything that goes against the norm or goes against what, what they know, it's scary. They don't want to change. So all this talk about change, all this talk about, oh, we're going to be different. It, it's just all theater. It's all theater because we all, we humans, we are cre- we're creatures of habit, and we'll go back to what feels comfortable, what feels familiar, and that's why you have again, you you see a lot of mafia movies. See, oh, let's do another superhero movie. Uh, let's just do another reboot. Let's do another sequel, another prequel, rather than thinking of good ideas, like fresh ideas, telling other stories in in film. So it all comes from familiarity. All comes from doing things that are familiar and and what is, you know, comfortable. It's all about feeling comfortable. And doing something new is scary. As a human being, when we get older and, and we got to do things differently. We gotta, you know, think outside the box. We gotta do things that we want to be comfortable doing. We don't want to do that. <laughs> we just do what what what's natural to us. What what's what we've been doing, and that's why we're stuck. And that's why you have what you have with, uh, so with not only with with media, but with just like everything. We're reverting back because reality isn't fun. You see, oh yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good to be. You know, I want to be an adult. Like this, I see everyone, uh, you know, growing up, doing grown up things, and then when you get older, it's like, oh no, like I want to go back. Like I want to, <laughs> I want to go back to be a little kid again. Like I don't want to do this. Like I, I, I want to do over. And so you can't get a do over. I wish. <laughs> I wish I can, but we just gotta toughen up as as adults. You know, it's too much of. And again, I love going back and watching things of y- yesteryear, like <laughs> talking about the days of yesteryear. Like I'm an old man. Yeah, I'm turning thirty tomorrow. But come on, I'm not that old. Come on, I'm not that old. Um. Old soul, but I'm, I'm young. You know, no, no gray hairs yet. 
no gray hairs yet, but, you know, just, I love reminiscing back. I love going back and, and watching a lot of the old uh, television shows uh, in G4, uh, Tech TV. You know, I love going back and watching old episodes and know the commercials. But I know that we have to live in the now. We can't live in the past. We got to live in the now, but plan ahead for the future. We spend too much time not only living on the now and not worrying about the next day, the next week, next month, next six months, next year, next decade, then you're, you're not living. Like you're just you know, the whole YOLO thing. People are still saying YOLO in 2020. I'm old. <laughs> but uh, it's just that that's where we are. And that's why, while it's cool to to be on a nostalgia trip, that's why it's only, it's temporary. A lot of things in life are temporary. Even forever is temporary. Because you got to go to the next forever. You got to go to the next thing, the next thing. It's like, we just got to enjoy life and not take things too seriously. Because the moment that we start taking things too seriously, like I tell people at my job, like, Take it seriously to a degree where you want to do the best you can, but don't treat this jo- don't treat this job like your parents and your family are being kidnapped or held they're being held for ransom. And if you don't do this uh, the right way, the way that they want, that they're gonna you know they're gonna get that they're gonna get executed. Like no, like calm down. Take a deep breath, you know, drink a little bit of water, and understand that, yes, you want any job, you want to do the best you can. And just like in life, you want to live the best way, you know, you are able. But to just take things so seriously to the point that you're just losing your hair, to the point that you're just going crazy, it's not the way to go. So you got to take things, certain things seriously. It's always an on and off switch. You gotta be able to uh, get, have your game face on, but then there's also moments where you gotta relax. So, in, in 2020, as I, uh, you know, we're almost done, we're gonna wrap this up a little bit, but as as 2020 is, is in full swing, we're five days into the new year, and you know it's a lot of opportunities for us to to be reborn. And yeah, it's cliche, uh, holier now talk, but it's like you know just just listen. It's a great opportunity to you know whatever didn't go your way in 2019, you can attempt to to make this your year. Again, the cliches, I'm full of them. But since it's a new decade, it's a new start. You have yeah, another decade, another 10 years to get your long-term goals. You have your short-term goals. You have your long-term goals. But you got to start. You got to always start somewhere. You're not going to get to where you want to be overnight. Impossible. Don't put all that pressure on yourself. So the best thing to do is just relax. Just 
uh, try to plan things out realistically because sometimes we try to set too many unrealistic expectations. You know, we, we set way too many unrealistic expectations. That's why we get where we got. Because we're so anxious, we're so we're trying to compete with others, and that's why we end up living for other people instead of living for ourselves. Like we don't take care of ourselves. You know, so worry about what other people think, what other people say about us, and they don't even pay our bills. But we're so concerned about other people because we want that. Want to be oh, I want to be liked. I, I want to be cool, just like in, in wrestling. And before I got into this diatribe, you know, wrestling, that, that's another thing. Like, with professional wrestling, there's no, there's, there's no clear bad guys or, or heels. A heel in, in, in wrestling is the bad guy. A face is the good guy. In wrestling, there aren't any heels. There aren't any uh, like true bad guys. There's, you know, one or two, but the the line is blurred because people want to be cool. Oh, like I, I don't, I'm too, I'm, like I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be booed. I can't handle being booed. I want to be liked. I want to still, I want to do bad things, but I still want to be liked. And it's like this too cool for school attitude, where people just want to be liked because they're so worried about what others think about them. It's like. You have to, you have to understand that we gotta have thick skin. At, at times, we we don't have, if as you know, in general, people don't have um, thick skin. We're too thin skinned, onion skinned, and we concern ourselves with what people think so much. And that's why, again, you have, you know, the whole cancel culture. You have uh, social justice warriors, the, the white knights, you know, have at the, because, you know, they just, they just want to be liked. You know, they want to be liked so much to the point that they will try, they, they'll basically be a bunch of clowns, be just a bunch of clowns just... Uh, praying about trying to impress people and do things that they normally wouldn't do that goes against their their morals and their judgment but because they want to be cool or they want to be they want to be the, the cool kids on the block that's what you got and we'll see how this year goes but just we gotta keep, keep it positive like we got you know, we got a few movies coming out this year we have uh, game consoles, a uh, few games coming out, you know, but also it's a, a good opportunity to, and, and albums, you know, we, we still listen to music, we still download music, or we stream if you have Spotify, you know, and also you can uh, listen to my podcast on Spotify when this podcast becomes available. And yeah, just you know, shameless plug there. But I want to get some shout outs. We got to get some shout outs because um, New Year, it's been a while. And you know, as 
there's like this podcast kind of all, all over the place. I want to give a shout out to, of course, you guys, you know, guys and girls listening uh, to this podcast when when it becomes available. Thank you for back. You know, every week we'll have an episode no matter what. Unless we not to move an episode, you know, a day later, but we'll still have a podcast every week. I'm trying to get special guests on. I'm trying to uh, get the, the old band back together uh, to do a round table. It's been hard. Like, again, we, we work. We have our schedules. You know, we have family, other obligations, so it's hard. But, like, we're committed. I'm committed. So I'm keep, I'm putting myself in check. Uh, also, I want to shout out, speaking of, of the band, shout outs to... Ron himself, Agent Nil, of the OG, the original Roundtable crew, you know, friends, brothers for life. They'll be on, you know, as as soon as possible. It's it's been rough. Um, also, shout outs to the HSC crew, uh, Heracles and Cosmic Kaiser Six. They have done, speaking of those two, they have done a a Wrestle Kingdom 14 uh, mega episode, uh, just doing their predictions, uh, going over all the matches and the, the two-day uh, pay-per-view event for uh, New Japan. Uh, their, wrestling, their wrestling organization has... A, this weekend is it's it's over. It's over, but you can still catch it online. You, you know, find their streaming service. But they go over all the matches, go over all the, the storylines. So it's it's jam packed. So you have if you're a fan of New, J- New Japan, if you're a fan of Japanese wrestling, that is your go-to, and it's on this is on this channel if you guys want to listen to it. Uh, put a link in the description below the, of the podcast uh, show notes. Also, shout outs to the Flomer Boys crew, Flomer Boys podcast, FMB. Shout outs to them. We I keep saying this, but we got to link up. Um, definitely got to link up. Uh, so we'll, we'll definitely talk if you guys listen to this. We'll, you know, we got to Got something going with you know now the new year the holidays are over the the, the madness that is you know the holiday season and kind of sad because you know they're gonna take down the lights soon or the Christmas lights in the uh, neighborhood you know really nice but we'll get we gotta get something going and also speaking of the HSC crew shoutouts to uh, Silly Uni shoutouts to uh, super freak and yeah like it's 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 a new year happy new year guys again 2020 we're gonna a lot of big plans you know we gotta keep the consistency up we gotta uh, stay mentally strong because at times we, it, it can suck so we gotta keep it we gotta keep the the positivity going we gotta keep the the, the creative juices going keep 
each other, you know, motivated. And also, shout-outs to Juriari at the Juriari show. I was, I've been on his show uh, two times, and he is more than welcome to be on this show uh, in the near future. And I'm, and he has mentioned I'm always welcome on his show. So he'll be on this show uh, fairly soon. Uh, fairly soon, I want to set that up. Uh, you know, just conscientious of, you know, other people's work schedules and things like that. I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to step on any toes because, you know, whatever time someone gives me to to be on their show or, or whatnot, or to be on my show, I respectfully, like, I honor it. I, I don't take it lightly. So I'm. I'm very happy to to know Juriari, also everyone that's been on this podcast in twenty nineteen. And we're gonna make it big in twenty twenty. So oof, a lot of a lot of shout outs, man. A lot of a lot of uh shameless plugs. But yeah, uh check out roomprimetv.com. Uh check me out on Twitter at roomprimetv. And yeah. My podcast is on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. It's it's all on there. So again, put everything in the description below. I've been Room Prime. I'm gonna shut the hell up now. Gotta edit this. It'll be a quick edit. No no worries. So that way you can enjoy and listen to your delight pleasure so again guys happy new year here's to a good 2020 let's kick 2019 out the door 